It's time for the True Sports Card Show. The only one-hour radio show that keeps you the very latest in sports memorabilia news from around the world. Here are your hosts, industry expert Imran Pilati and Sacktown Sports 49ers insider Emil Fragoso. Welcome, everybody, to the True Sports Card Show. My name is Emron Pilati. I'm a card shop owner, True Sports Cards in Rockland, California. And I'm here with the co-host, Emil Fragoso. What a do, baby. What a do, baby. <laughs> it's our very first show. We're here on air. I've been a podcast host for many years. We've got Nate in the booth as our producer. Nate, what's up? Thanks for uh, doing what you do. And uh, Nate will come on from time to time to jump in with interjections of information and, yep. and knowledge. But, Emil, let's, let's get our... Show started. Yeah, the true sports card show. I'm pumped. Are you pumped? Yeah, you, you love like the a, live radio. Yeah. The crazy part about this is I've listened to this show mm-hmm. since I was a little little kid. I mean, this yeah. show, this the station. Yeah. Um, and of course, with this being a brand new show, I'm pretty pumped. The, the phone number to call in. Yeah. 916-339-1140. And then also you can check us out on the YouTube channel, streaming through Sacktown Sports 1140. How am I doing on the whole bumper thing? You're doing great not, not so bad. far, yeah. I'm just, I'm just shilling myself. It's pretty good. It's awesome. Emil, tell us a little bit about the format of our show, what yeah. we want to cover, and uh, we'll go through our origin stories, why you and I are on this show together, mm-hmm. and uh, our backgrounds before we get into cards. Absolutely. So yeah, this is the True Sports Cards Memorabilia Show, previewing everything sports cards and memorabilia around the world, obviously joined by Emma Pilati of True Sports Cards and Collectibles in Rockland, California. Um, and it is, this is a show, it's about the growing hobby of sports card collecting. Me and Emron have both done this for many, many years. Emron obviously more than I have because he is a shop owner. Oh, and I'm older. <laughs> and My you're old. Lot. Yeah. Let's be clear. Yes. You're 23, I'm 46. Double age. Yeah, double age. Here we go. But a lo- we uh, just got dropped some information. Breaking news. Ah. Nate walked in. What'd he say? Nothing. He just wants <laughs> me to scoot over a little bit so he can see your pretty face. Oh my goodness, Nate. Just doing usual stuff, but anyways. I was trying to be sly, I'm sorry. He's as red as the mic that he's talking into. Go go, go ahead. Red as his pen that he wrote on as well. No, it's a true We're going to edit that out. We're going to edit that out? Yeah. Oh, wait, it's a live show? It's a live show? You can't do that? Oh, no, it's not. Anyway, the True Sports Card Show. We are here talking sports cards and collectibles every single week from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Sacktown Sports, bringing you exclusive interviews, exclusive trends, what to collect, what to invest in, just the overall arching what this is, right? I'll, t- I'll tell you, I've been in the hobby now for a little over 30 years, since I was a little boy, mm-hmm. and um, I've been listening to content, podcasts, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, myself, I've been a podcast host for about seven seven years, yeah. roughly, on and on, and it's very different being on live radio, is because it? there's no tightrope. Okay? <laughs> excuse me, there's no, there's no net on the tightrope. Yeah. And so, normally you can edit stuff out, and you can mess up, and... Mm-hmm. It, you don't have to worry about commercial breaks or what time to end the show. Here we are. Yeah. Um, so let's go into some origin stories. Yeah. Um, you want to go first or you want me to go I first? I think you should go first because I think your story is really fascinating. I think it's why this show is so important for the sports yeah. card industry. So, Emron, why don't you take it away and well, why you got in- involved in sports card collecting? Born and raised in Stockton, California, not too far south from here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a, a young man who lost my parents when I was pretty young. My mom at five, my dad at 11. Now, this isn't uh, counseling hour. But I'll tell you why that means something. Because when I was 11 years old, losing my dad, uh, 
uh, he had brought me into sports. It was mm-hmm. all about sports. He brought me to the first Kings game that was ever here in Sacramento. I remember my little baby blue jacket and, and wearing my blue baby blue starter Kings jacket with my foam finger. Uh, and, and all of that really tied in. So when I lost my dad, sports and sports cards in particular were my way of being able to honor him and, and, and remember him and mm-hmm. be connected to him. And so over the years, I went to school. And then after school, I'd go walk to the baseball card shop, which was called B&B Backstop. It was near, near my home. I, I walked there after I got off the bus. In fact, I never went home. I just went straight to the baseball How far was that walk? Um, two, it was like three hours uphill in the snow both ways. No, it was about five, about five minutes from the bus stop. Okay. Not too bad. And uh, you ever hear those stories? Yes. Uphill and snow both ways? Like, yeah. how is that even possible? I know. Yeah. So, uh, did that, went to baseball card shop, really fell in love with it. And over the years, I started collecting, 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 and then selling. And then I used what was called news groups. This is way before you were born. Yeah. Um, news groups that were on AOL. Mm-hmm. So that way we would dial up. You go in the news groups, sell your cards. This is pre-eBay. And uh, we would have to send self-addressed stamped envelopes to be able to... Wow. Uh, yeah, it was ugly. And that's how you sold on the internet. You, yeah. you kind of knew what the cards were. But we did use the Beckett. The Beckett monthlies, mm-hmm. which were the price guides. So every month we'd be excited to find out if we had up arrows or down arrows of the month before previous with the cards. Yeah. And and that the Beckett monthlies are going to be important in, in just a little bit. I'll tell you why. So in 99, I opened my first card shop. I was 20-something years old. It was mm-hmm. about your age, yeah. a young buck. And uh, it was in the mall in Stockton, and it went really well. And then 9-11 happened, and nobody wanted to go to the mall. So by then, my business tanked, along with other businesses, and it just didn't work. And so then I went into a 20-plus year real estate career. I was everything from an agent to a mm-hmm. team lead to ran a brokerage, then eventually worked my way up to vice president of a national franchise, which I did until last year. Mm-hmm. And then um, my wife, her name is Jessica. She's listening. She's one of the three listeners that we have right now. So myself, <laughs> I have Jessica, my baby, uh, who's one years old, and Shep, Big Shep, who's yeah. uh, a fan of the show. Shout out Big uh, Shep. Yeah. So we at least have those three people listening right now, which is good. Uh, well worth it. We're going to edit that out, by the way. And um, Jessica uh, has been supportive of me in wanting to open my own shop. Mm-hmm. And when I say supportive, I mean she didn't want the stuff back in the house. Yeah. So even though I had done 20 years of real estate, I was selling stuff on eBay over the last, I don't know, 20 years or so mm-hmm. as an eBay power seller, cards, memorabilia, et cetera. Yeah. And I opened a company called True Autographs about three, about five years ago. Mm-hmm. And that has been great. I've been able to meet a lot of people. Um, when I say people, I mean athletes mm-hmm. and work with them in the autograph industry, et cetera. So that's been great. And so when we decided to move to Roseville two years ago mm-hmm. from Stockton. We packed up the moving vans with all of our stuff, including the things like, uh, oh, I don't know, two bedrooms worth of sports memorabilia oh cards. And as soon as it was loaded, she's smiling at me. She goes, just to let you know, it's not coming back into our new house. <laughs> I said, well, what am I supposed to do with this stuff? She goes, I do not care, but it's not going in the house. And I said, okay, fine. Where is it going to go? And she goes, I don't care. I said, so what if I just open a shop? She goes, I don't care. And I looked at her with that little side eye like, are you serious? Yeah. And so I tested her. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I got a hold of my business partner, Shane Westholter, and I asked him, I said, hey, I'm thinking about opening a card shop. What do you think? And he goes, let's roll. Wow. And so we started looking for places. We opened a shop in Rockland, California about two years ago. Wow. And 
Um, it's been awesome. It's been awesome since. Yeah. Since then, last year, I stepped down from my position as vice president of a national real estate franchise. It was, I was flying all over the country, being me. And my wife tells me, guess what? Good news. We are pregnant. And I said, I can't wait. I'm 44 years old at the time. Yeah. Why not have a kid this late in life? She goes, what do you want to name him? And blah, blah, blah. We went through some names. And I go, you know what? I want to name my kid. How about Beckett? <laughs> you know, kind of in, in the sense of of honoring yeah. what kept me in the sports. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, 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 no. Then one day she was like out with her girlfriend. She goes, text me. And she goes, I kind of, I kind of like Beckett. So we're going to talk about Beckett, both the industry uh, reason and also my son. He's yeah. one, uh, 14 months mm-hmm. and I love my little baby Beckett. You'll see him um, from time to time here in the studio, but that's kind of my origin story and how yeah. we do this. Now, I'm also a two-time cancer survivor, Wow! and that's important to say in the sense of, for those of you that have people that are affected by cancer or have beaten cancer uh, or have lost a loved one to cancer, I'm with you, I'm for you, whatever I could do to help you um, get through these tough times. But I'll tell you, the reason why I love uh, being able to do this right now is to spread energy and joy Mm -hmm. into something that is a hobby that gives so many people that great good feeling inside yeah. and to be able to own a shop and see people walk into my shop and say, uh, I'm here with my kids. I'm getting them involved or they're learning commerce and business. All this stuff. I just, it's for me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really thrilled about being able to do this show and, and spread some knowledge and help people understand the hobby, um, help them be a little bit better in both their collecting world as well as their investing world mm-hmm. and, and go from there. So we'll, we'll really focus on that. Emil, enough about me. Let's talk about you. What yeah. brought you in, youngster, uh, <laughs> 23? Well, my story is not as good as yours. I don't know if I can ever top a story like that, but my story is similar to me as a youth. You know, I, I Growing up, I collected kids around 9, 10 years old. I actually went back to my collection from my dad's house, and I found an old Peja Stryakovich, like, like jersey like card auto for it was like number to 199 it wasn't worth very much but i was like man i remember pulling this out of a pack and how cool that was and so i was collecting as a little kid had binders i was a big binder guy growing up put all the baseball cards in the binder and put them in order and have them all clean and decorated i had a i had a, a little piece of paper in front of the binder it said sports cards and had like a basketball and a baseball like drawn. i wasn't a very good artist but okay. it, was, it was it was something just like so i knew what that binder was for well, as time went on, I, I lost interest in the hobby, went through high school and all that stuff. Then went to college at Arizona State University. And coming out of the pandemic, I I, I didn't really have a ton of hobbies at the time because there wasn't a lot to do. And so I kind of got back into the world of sports car collecting. And I, and I think my friend, his name is Henry, he took me to the Phoenix Sports Card Show, I believe April of 2021, and got me back into sports car collecting. And I went to this show and I was like, really, we're going to go to a sports card show? I don't know about that. I don't know how I feel about that. And so... But I went there. What, what were you so concerned about? I just wasn't into it at the time. You know, I, I hadn't done the hobby in a while. And I was like, do I really want to go to a sports card show? I don't know about that. But as I walked in there, and I felt like a fish out of water, especially at first. It was a big, big big show. One of the bigger shows in the United States is the Phoenix Sports Card Show. Um, and I, I remember looking at Henry and him going through the dollar slabs and finding big cards and, you know, having fun with that. And I was like, this is interesting. Okay. And so I went over to another booth and I bought a $40, I believe it was a hoops retail pack from basketball. And it wasn't, it wasn't very much. It wasn't worth like $40. I was like, 40 bucks? That's a lot of money compared to what it was back in the day, opening dollar packs. 
And so I, I, I ripped through that when I got home and I, I pulled like a, a Jalen Green, Jonathan Kaminga, like dual patch. And it wasn't associated or anything and it wasn't really worth much. But I was like, okay, I remember why I enjoyed this hobby so much because it brings you back to the nostalgia of collecting your favorite players and collecting a piece of history. Mm-hmm. And that's why I enjoy about sports car collecting so much. So now a year later, I'm back in the hobby and back doing a show and doing a show with you. And this is amazing. Thank goodness you're doing it with me. You yeah. are you are my uh, training wheels in this scenario <laughs> since I don't know how to do radio yeah. yet as I'm learning. Um, I'm watching Nate in the booth and trying not to be distracted. The, guy, the guy's just really paying full attention to me, which I absolutely love. Yeah. Thinking, hey, he's, he's laughing. <laughs> Nate, this is scintillating stuff so far, yeah? What do you th- what do you think? I'm locked in, dude. I'm multitasker. <laughs> I'm in. I got I got a bunch of stuff going. When on. When he says he's multitasking, I'm literally looking at him. He's bouncing a rubber yeah. ball on the ground. <laughs> got to stay focused. I'm locked in back here, dude. I'm locked in. All right. Well, let's let's start by talking terms. So yes. it's almost like our index or our glossary before we mm-hmm. get going because this is our first show mm-hmm. and people are listening. And again, we have at least three people listening, wow. two that understand um, uh, language. My son does not yet. And we know that there are terms that we're going to be talking about like wax or slabbed. So, Emil, let's go through these so that way we can kind of give these definitions, this glossary of terms, so that way you and I can can, uh, discuss what they are before we start talking all about sports cards. Absolutely. And so the first thing you said was wax. Yes. So wax is basically uh, unopened boxes of cards that are in packs. Sometimes Mm -hmm. there's as few as one pack. Sometimes there's as many as 36 packs. That's wax. And the, mm-hmm. came from the terms way back when, when you and I were kids, more me, mm-hmm. they were in wax wrappers. Yes. So that's where wax comes from. All right. How about breaks? Breaks. Breaks are when you go online and somebody opens the box on your behalf, whether you're taking pieces of that box or you're buying the whole box by yourself. We will talk about that more in detail, but mm-hmm. that's something that ends up happening online. Yeah. A couple more before we go to the break. Uh, grading. Grading. That's when you send it to a third-party authenticator. They look at it. They evaluate it. They grade it from a scale from one to one to ten. Mm-hmm. They encapsulate it in plastic and let everybody know what that val- what that no- numerical grade is. Yep. RPA. RPA stands for Rookie Patch Auto. It's where somebody is their first year in the in the uh, league. They have a patch, which is a little piece of their jersey that they wore, mm-hmm. and the autograph on there too. Last one, PC. PC, personal collection. Somebody says, what do you collect in your PC? That is what you, Emil, what do you collect? Give mm-hmm. me your PC. Who is it? It is Sacramento Kings and De'Aaron Fox. Okay, and for me, it's Jason Williams, wow. White Chocolate That's himself. Amazing. All right, well, I know this is our first break. Why don't you take us to break because I don't know what to do just yet. I'll do it then. Yeah, coming back from the break, we're going to recap some more uh, terms in the industry as well as breaking down the season over for the Kings, a home opener last night against the Warriors. It wasn't a win, unfortunately, but Emron was there, I, I so was we're going to talk about it uh, after the break here in the True Sports Card and Collectible Show, Sacktown Sports. Welcome back to the True Sports Card Show. Once again, Emron Pilati and Emil Fragoso. Welcome back, everybody. It's Emron, along with Emil, here at the True Sports Card Show on Sacktown Sports 1140. We're back, and we uh, are going to talk about where I'm going to be, where you're going to be. Yes. Right after this. So right after this live show, I'm getting in my car, and I'm driving to Rancho Cordova. There's a card show going on right now. My team is there. Mm-hmm. They are set up as a dealer, and uh, we have Donovan out there. He calls himself Dirty Don. I don't know why. It's kind of one of those nicknames that you give yourself. You kind of have a nickname, I guess. Oh, I give yeah. myself nicknames, too. Like, I'm Hottie Pilati. 
Oh, I didn't know this. It's uh, important. That I, I prefer you don't call me that. <laughs> you that makes me uncomfortable. And please don't look me in the eyes. Well, please don't you... call me a Millie because that's my other nickname. Is that your nickname? So, a Millie? Yes. That was given to me by another show host here. So <laughs> don't call me a Millie. Our team is at the Rancho Cordova show. You're welcome to say hi to them. Donovan's out there. Pete's out there. Ant's out there. Our entire team's out there. And uh, we're heading out there right after yep. after Mill goes and uh, does a few errands. He'll be joining us as well. Yep. And then we have our two-year anniversary event that's happening at my shop. My shop is at located at 6661 Stanford Ranch Road in Rockland, California. We're right next door to the Mongolian Barbecue, so just follow your nose. Mm-hmm. If you smell Mongolian Barbecue, you know that that's where our card shop's not too far it from. It smells good. What, what's really the best way to describe it is go to the busiest Costco in the history of mankind, Correct. which is right there off of Stanford Ranch Road off the 65, mm-hmm. and you'll find us across the street. Yep. That's that Costco's wild. Wild Costco. All right. So I was at the game last night. Yes. I paid big bucks for my tickets. Mm-hmm. I sat in the lower level. I brought myself, my wife, Jessica, and my baby Beckett. Nice. I had him wear the headphones. Of course. Got to protect those ears. Of course. And we went, and it was not enjoyable. <laughs> um, it was not enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're home of the Kings here at uh, Sacktown Sports 1140, but there were a bunch of Warrior fans sitting behind me. And I, I got to tell <sighs> you. the worst. Listen, I... I, I think the Warriors are great as my second favorite team, but there's a big gap between me and the Kings okay. and, 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 and the Warriors. So, But they're on your favorites, though? Uh, Come on, it's the Warriors. I own a card shop. Do you I, think I don't want the Warriors to do well? Of course I want the Warriors to I do well. Uh, I love Curry when he sells in my shop. Yes. I love Clay when he sells in my shop. Do I love them in real life? No, that I don't sense. love them in real life. Okay. All right, so having all these Warriors fans with their brand new uh, jerseys and hats, that they just got from fanatics.com. Oh, or in the team store. Yeah, at the team store. Not, not at the not our, team, not store. our team store. At the other team store. And they're screaming as if they know what they're talking about. It's not enjoyable. I wanted to put Beckett's headphones on. So that way I didn't have to hear him. But I did. I do enjoy going to the games. Jessica and I have been going to home openers forever, mm-hmm. as long as I can remember. And uh, it's been a, it was a tough watch. I was, yeah. we were kind of packing up. We were, they were down by, I don't know, as much as 18 points in the final quarter. And then I was like, just get the stroller. Let's let's walk around. Our baby's getting fussy. I'm getting more fussy. Let's get out of here. Mm -hmm. And then you could see the comeback. Yeah. And De'Aaron scored 22 in the fourth. And they came back to within five. And then Curry just did Curry things Mm -hmm. and and shut it down. So I think what I'd like to cover is a little bit about what the potentials are for card values with this upcoming season. Yeah. Specifically for the Kings because we're a local show. So, uh... Let's talk about the three people that we want to highlight today. Yeah, and that's De'Aaron, Keegan, and Sabonis. So let's start with the big man, Mr. Fourth Quarter himself, De'Aaron Fox. A big... Mr. Clutch. Big, big game, Mr. Clutch. 39 points, four rebounds, four assists. De'Aaron, I think, is primed for another breakout year after last year, making All-NBA the first time. I think it can happen again. Um, I'm going to give De'Aaron an A- minus for his performance today. Okay. When you say performance, you mean from last night? Correct. Or you mean for... The entire for last potential. night and going forward, like where is he at going forward off the first perform- first game? I th- I think it's an A minus going forward. Like he's someone I I still would like be buying into. Yeah, I'll tell you uh, in the shop, people come in all the time and ask for De'Aaron, particularly autos. Yes, his rookie year was 2017, and the prime product that you want that's attainable uh, is the 2017-18 Panini Prism rookie mm-hmm. card. Yes. That card in a PSA, I'm going to look this up on uh, Card Ladder. Mm-hmm. So, PSA 10, De'Aaron Fox. Excuse us here while we do a little research. Actually, Emil will pull that up yep. as we speak. 
that card has seen some pretty significant values it that has. go up. And then obviously in the last year or so, mm-hmm. the market's dipped a little bit. But yeah. I want to talk about that after this segment mm-hmm. because I think it's important that people realize that values go up and down like stock, but it's all relative. Yes. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. So next, next guy. Yeah. Keegan. Yeah, it's Keegan. Well, let me step back for yes. regarding De'Aaron. I think there's still potential there. I, th- mm-hmm. I rate De'Aaron as a potential uh, investment value as a B, a B plus. Okay. And the reason why is because he's doing things off the court that are really awesome. Mm-hmm. For example, he just signed with Curry Brand. Yes. Uh, which is trying to replicate a Jordan brand, mm-hmm. right? And so that's a set, a subset of Under Armour. He's the first person to partner with Curry. If you're going to partner with anybody, you're going to do something with a longevity legend potential partner yes. like Curry, like LeBron, etc. He's affiliating himself with the right uh, brand awareness as well as De'Aaron's potential. I mean, he's scoring nuts amount of points. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't he didn't have 20 points the first game. No. When you have 39 on your second game and you're and you're playing on national TV, mm-hmm. he has real potential. He and does. again, I think he's all NBA team again. You think about some of the people that came over to the Western Conference like Beal, uh will they take spots away? Mm-hmm. Well, Dame is now in the East. Yes. The format for All-Stars is back to East-West. West. They're not doing the draft anymore. Thank goodness. I, I didn't like. I, I like the East West. I didn't part. like it either. So East West is different. Uh, so Dame out, Beal in. Mm-hmm. I don't think Beal makes it. I think Darren solidifies himself. He's yeah. not going to be a an injury replacement like he was last year. Mm-hmm. He's going to be legitimate, uh, chosen by coaches or maybe even voted in. Probably not. But especially if coaches. he continues his fourth quarter playing because he was Mr. Clutch last year. And sure. if he does it again, we have a. A larger sample size. Okay, this guy is legit. You yep. know, only twenty six, turning twenty seven shortly. De'Aaron is becoming that guy, and still in his prime, and looking to lead the Kings to some more. De'Aaron stuff. rookie autos sell really well. They do. Store. They sure do. All right, let's go to the next guy. Who you said was Keegan Murray? Now Keegan. I just wish he had more personality. <laughs> There's so they put mu- him on the mic last night. Though it was, oh, you know what? <laughs> I, I <laughs> thinking to myself, I get done like this too. Hi, thanks for coming in. If Keegan had a little bit more personality, a little bit more, a little, a little he, bit more, yeah, he's got the skills. He does. Uh, he didn't shoot great last night, no. but that's okay. I mean, the potential there is insane. Um, and I, I liken him to about an A minus. He's one of those that I think people are looking at a sophomore season as to somebody that's going to really rise. And I actually thought Harrison Barnes. We had, we did a talk last week, you and I, yes. about potential for our first show, mm-hmm. and I talked about how Harrison Barnes was going to take a step back. Well, game one, he didn't take a step back. No. The guy took eight steps forward. He scored 30-plus points, yes. almost his career high, and uh, I, I think that Keegan's going to take HB's points this year. Yeah. Just a few of them. I so if, if you could take uh, three or four points from HB, transfer it over to Keegan, have the highest-scoring team in the NBA, yeah. I think... That's what's going to make it really a sexy pick to be able to to pick mm-hmm. up Keegan and do well. He does yeah. excellent, excellent in store. Excellent. And I, and I think that Keegan is going to become that guy. Mike Brown has talked about this a lot about Keegan becoming that third star for the Kings. It's going to be all on Keegan to really do it. He's not going to hold his hand along the way. He wants Keegan to be this guy, but only if he can. And I think Keegan has a talent. He showed it in game one and two. More off the dribble stuff, attacking the basket, playing defense. I think it's going to take time for him to become that all-star, that third guy, but I definitely think that he can 100% be, and I think Keegan is a great investment buy right now. I've been doing it myself, so. Well, 
Of course you're going to like it. You did. Hey, I, I, I was looking at the YouTube, which is probably not what I should be doing while I'm on the air. <laughs> and uh, Dwayne Baker says, make sure you two clowns come back and talk about the Kings and Warriors later this season when you're um, – when you're looking up the standings, and then there's oh, but there's wow. a heart there. So okay, I think when he calls us clowns, it's with love. Question. Mark? I would think so. That's hope. Dwayne, shout out you. Well, thank you for li- watching, listening to the show, and watching the show. We appreciate yeah, you, hey, Dwayne. Now we at least know there's four. There's uh, a question for you in the chat too. While you're looking up there, it's what is it? Coincidentally, a guy named Nate. He wanted. He's <laughs> is uh, it you? Qu- no question. He's asking about how your grading process. So oh, I don't know he- if you want to do this this segment or next, but uh, Nate H. Underscore MN. Maybe he's from Minnesota. Maybe. We will definitely talk about grading. Thank you, Nate, for keeping us on track. Yes. Hey, I'm paying attention. <laughs> I don't know what you guys pay him, but at least double it. He's a good dude. Okay. Um, so, finally, we'll talk about DeMontis Sabonis. Bonus, yeah. All right. I wore my Sabonis jersey last night to the game. He is on my fantasy team. Uh, I love DeMontis Sabonis. He is a 20 and 10 guy pretty consistently. Yeah. He's been doing really well in the assist game as well. Um, seven assists last night as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a guy 19, 7, and 18. I mean, how many centers in the league, besides Jokic, obviously, can can do this? I think Tomas Mose has proven he is the second-best passing center in the league, and I, I think because of how versatile he is on the offensive side of the ball, I think that's what makes his value stay so, so where it's at. Now, here's the interesting thing about Sabonis. Uh, Normally, back to the basket guys don't get a lot of love. He's no. not necessarily back back to the basket. He brings the ball up. Yeah, he, he, he not sets traditional the center. Up. That's for right, sure. exactly. But centers, for the most part, in the hobby of sports card collecting, don't get the love. Even Jokic isn't getting the love that he should be getting yeah. for a guy dropping 30, 15, and twelve. Absolutely. Right? So centers traditionally just don't get that love, and it, it is what it is. I think Sabonis is a B minus as far as. Uh, potential for a hobby. Yeah, love. he's been around since fifteen, sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, so his cards are, you know, approaching their seventh, eighth year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that there's potential there. And again, I think he's a no brainer as long as he's healthy. He's not going to. Uh, and he, and he's himself. a relatively good buy because he's he's able to be bought by a lot of prospective people in the industry. You can get good Sabonis rookie autos for a decent price. Obviously, really inexpensive. Really in inexpensive. And so if you if you think Demas is a star, if you love Sabonis, you can really get in on the action with him. So that's kind of the Kings recap for potential for this season. We're going to take a quick break, but after this break, we're going to talk about NFL Week 8. Yep. You are a an expert when it comes to this stuff. We'll talk about the 49ers and those cards, the potential that they have here. So let's go to break. Here we go. Uh, thanks for listening in to the True Sports Card Show here on Sacktown Sports 1140. Sports Card Show. Once again, Emron Pilati and Emil Fragoso. Welcome back to the True Sports Card Show. Emil Fragoso, Emron Pilati, Sacktown Sports. We're talking sports cards. We were talking basketball before the break, but now we're going to switch it to some NFL because that's what I cover, actually. I cover the NFL and the 49ers specifically. Um, and there's a lot to talk about in the NFL. Would you say, Emron? You could keep talking because Jason Ross just came in studio and brought us bagels and cream cheese. For our first show. Yeah. So shout out Jason Ross. Shout out Jason Ross. He's the man. He's, he's my hero. Nate's back uh, there munching on a bagel. Let's focus local. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Nate? Are you enjoying this? Yes, he's uh he's chewing his bagels and enjoying them. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> We're gonna edit that out, right? <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um let's talk about Niners. Niners. All right. So <laughs> Yeah. 
obviously the Niners have had two tough weeks mm-hmm. in a row. Um, that Minnesota game was not enjoyable. No. Yet another miss by Jake Moody, uh, which didn't cause the loss, but it sure did make it difficult because it turned into uh, a touchdown need at the end. Here's the interesting part about it. Purdy drove the products in 2022. He did. Um, he, people would ask, is Purdy in this? Is Purdy in this? Panini oh, yeah. won. 2022 Panini won. Was, is a single card product. One single card in a box. No Purdy. Didn't sell that well. What? Of yeah. course. Purdy, like I said, Purdy drove yeah, the entire. He did. Um, the industry of 2022 football. So interesting, though, because outside factors can really affect whether or not a specific player's yes. value goes up or down. Mm-hmm. Had Moody hit that field goal, Against the Browns, yes, it would have been. They would have been six and zero. They would have been six and zero. Six and zero. Yes. Had they scored one more touchdown against Minnesota Vikings, they'd been seven and zero. Yes. Right? I I get it. If this happened, that would have been. But if you think about it, Purdy's interest is still there, but it's tempered the increase in values. Yeah. He was on a sky rising amount. Oh yeah. No, I'm I'm just right. looking at Carlotta right now in his base PSA ten of the Prism, and I mean ju- just. In October 10th, there was one that sold for $300, mm-hmm. and now it's down all the way to 150 Right. And and that's like, well, you know, maybe he was not as good as we all thought he was. That's not true. It's so amazing how a little thing can happen and affect the mm-hmm. general perception of a player. Yeah. So I'll tell you this. All right. So when we talk about the potential for Hurdy, he is going to drive this. This is a Super Bowl caliber team. And he is the quarterback for it. Yes. Period, end of story. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but he's incredibly efficient. Mm-hmm. He's exciting to watch. Um, I'm not giving up on Purdy, even in the no. most remote fashion. He is somebody that I'm going to ride until the end. He's your ride or, he's your, he's your ride or die. He's my ride or die, there as they go. would say, as the kids say today. Um, so I, I'm all in on Purdy still. How about Debo? How are you feeling about Debo, knowing your experience uh, covering him? Debo is the man. Like... That, that dude is the, the biggest Swiss Army knife out there in football. And he is right now on not playing. He's out for this game as he was week seven because of a hairline shoulder fracture, I believe in his left shoulder that he sustained in week six. It got shut down immediately for. Um, Debo's going to be fine. Debo's going to be back after the bye week, and he's going to be great. And I, and I think Debo Samuel is one of the reasons why this offense ticks so well because he's used so much like McCaffrey, mm-hmm. but like a wide-out version, whereas McCaffrey's the running back version. They're so interchangeable in, their, in play calling and scheme, and that's what makes them so efficient and so effective is because they have running backs that can play wide out and wide outs that can play running back. How long is he out for? He's out for at least these two games, but he was not placed on IR. So that tells me that he's going to be back after the bye week, which is next week. All right, so most recently on <coughs> on October 21st, yes, uh, he had a PSA 10 2019 Panini Prism rookie card sell for $75. That's just the base. Mm-hmm. Um Four days later, it went for thirty-eight dollars. Mm-hmm. So, it's a wide variety of pricing and what people are willing to buy. If I'm, I would tell you that wide receivers require a great, great quarterback play. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little worried about Purdy considering the con- concussion for this particular week. I'm not worried about him long term. Just yeah. this week, whether or not him or Darnold play, don't buy Darnold. I'm telling you. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do don't it. Do don't it. think about it. I have Darnold cards in my store. I'm telling oh you, don't gosh. buy Darnold. He's he's the Brian Hoyer of Wow. He's the Brian Hoyer wow. of sports cards for the That's a statement sport. right there, man. And you're talking to resident Niners fan Nate Littlefield in there. So that's <laughs> that that's a statement. So you you shouldn't feel comfortable with I, Sam at the wheel. I mean, at what point do you give up on a guy? Right? 
I mean, yikes. As far as hobby values yes. are concerned. Yes, yes, Nate's yes. keeping himself occupied. Again, he's stuffing bagels in his mouth to make sure that he doesn't snap back at me. And I'm telling people not to buy Darnold. All right, so go. let's go to the other side. Ayuk. What are your thoughts on Ayuk? Ayuk is a superstar. Yeah. That, not only is he a superstar, but he's a local superstar because he's from Rockland, California, went to Arizona State, which is my alma mater, so I have a little special love for Ayuk especially. But B.A. has just taken off. Last mm-hmm. year was a breakout year, first 1,000-yard season. Now he's here in the number one receiver. His production's been a little inconsistent with the quarterback play. And again, sometimes the wide are, are contingent on good quarterback play, but I still think he is getting open and finding those routes and being effective. I will tell you that in-store, Ayuk sells like crazy. Yes. He does really well. Anything that's a rookie autograph sells almost immediately. We had a one-of-one one card. That's only one in the world. Uh, we had a one-of-one one National Treasures Brandon Ayuk shield patch. Wow. So it's a little shield yeah. that comes on a jersey. And that sold within... Three, what was it? 30 minutes after we put it in the case. Um, three minutes? I said three, but I meant 30. Okay. We'll edit that that's, out. That's still, wow. Yeah, that's, I'm that's telling incredibly you. fast. Well, if y'all ever come to my shop, you'll see how quickly our inventory turns. I believe, of course, this is my show, so I'll say whatever I want, but I think this is fact. I believe we have the best available single selection in all of Sacramento when it comes down to it. And I'm not mm-hmm. being biased because I own the shop because we put in the work to make it happen. Peeping our, our number one buyer for us as a, as a company. Yes. But I will tell you that Ayuk just sells and he he's does. local. He's Rockland. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a guy that has a lot of uh, potential this year. And with Debo struggling with some injuries, I think Ayuk is a great opportunity to invest in. Yeah, now, I let, agree. Let's go to one of the, one of the faces CMC, yeah. Christian McCaffrey. How are you feeling about Christian? I mean, what, what is there else to say about Christian McCaffrey, right? Like, not only in terms of a production standpoint of, like, what this guy offers on the field because he's a Swiss Army knife, but just his value compared to what it was last year at this time because when he got traded was this time last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's just skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. Even just his prism card, I mean— since since just September, it's got it's gone up to to thirty dollars more, and this is the base prism card. It isn't anything special. It's just a base card, but people love Christian McCaffrey because and it's hard sometimes with running backs because you never know how long they're going to last. But McCaffrey is kind of in the new mold of new age running backs of not only be a running back but also a wide receiver, and that's why he's so spectacular is because he's able to do everything. And what I love about him is that he's one of the very few non-quarterbacks that are in the MVP conversation. Yes. He's now extended his streak. What is it, 16 games? With 16. The, 16 will be, the, will be tying for the record. Oh, okay. He's not tied at the moment? No. Okay, so 16 straight games with a touchdown, yes. regular season games with a touchdown. Yes. He's the only... Uh, non-quarterback in the MVP discussion, of course, it'll likely be a quarterback. It always is. O- only Adrian as, Peterson has done that. Yeah. Right. And But there's Offensive Player of the Year and other awards that can Correct. be won. But, I mean, he is red hot. Sons a fumble. Okay. Besides the two fumbles. Besides yeah. the fumble. you got to hang on to the ball. But McCaffrey is one of those on a skyrocket. Yeah. Uh, do you, have you looked up his, his uh, numbers yeah. as far as uh, sales? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just most recently, on October seventeenth, I'm seeing a a, a 2017 Prism card, nine point five, a gem mint nine point five. So for about one hundred and twenty dollars, mm-hmm. that's a that's a that's a lot of money for just a base card. Here's an interesting part. Okay, so the 2017 Prism set, the rookies were all silver. So for those of you listening, don't yes. be fooled thinking that there are base versions versus silver, aka refractor versions. Mm-hmm. It's not the case. There's one that closed PSA ten. 
uh, McCaffrey, Panini Prism, Silver, although there's no base, closed on October 23rd for $215. That thing has increased significantly yes. since I'm going to look back to on September 19th, the same card sold for $169. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing an increase of $50 in about a month. Yeah. We're on, on a card, on a card that's started at 150 So yeah. you're looking at it. A pretty good jump there. So McCaffrey is one of those. I don't know what the ceiling is, but I know for a fact that is he this is the on ceiling the though. I don't know. I don't know. We just you don't know. Record records that are broken causes ceilings to be broken. Correct. So as soon as he gets 17, 18, 19 in a row, yeah, we're talking some serious. We just need the Kings. Excuse me. The 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 Niners to get back on a winning streak. They just need to win a Super Bowl for once. Yeah, they just need just, to do that. Just, That's all know, they need to just, do. You know, end the drought. And then finally, let's end with the evaluation of Nick Bosa. Yes. So defensive players normally do not have, do not have a track record of increases in value. Yeah. Okay. But what ends up happening is people are thinking about it from a national level in most cases. When mm-hmm. I'm talking local, and I'm talking about Sacramento, Rockland, mm-hmm. California, where our store is, Nick Bosa is one of my most requested guys. Yeah. They just love his hard work, his no nonsense. There was a sense of um, concern in the in co- in the industry, the hobby industry, mm-hmm. of Nick not signing uh, yeah. at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And once he signed, honestly, all of his cards started really, really rising. Yeah, it makes sense. And so I would say that locally, Nick is a great investment. So if you're buying something, Nick Bosa, and you're taking it to shows, or you're taking it to a local card shop, or you're doing a trade night like what we have uh, at our shop, He's great. Yes. Um, but as far as a national investment, I think that that's more of a local scenario. I would I would agree. So if you like Nick Bosa, that's it. But yeah, coming back from the break, we are going to recap a couple more things and preview some products that have come out this week and next week before we before we dip out of here. It's a true sports card show. Emil Fergoso, Imran Pilati, Sacktown Sports. Welcome back to the True Sports Card Show. Once again, Emron Pilati and Emil Fragoso. And uh, wanted to let you know that we are here with myself, Emil, but we also have a caller. Tin is calling in. He had a question regarding some memorabilia. He was in the YouTube chat, so we said, come back on. So, uh, Nate, let's bring Tin on. T-I-N. Tin. Tin, what's up? Hi, Emron. Hi, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we yep, can hear you. We got fine. you. All right, just want to share my story. Maybe you guys can share a cool story, too, about how I got some uh, jersey signed. So it was after a Kings game. I was leaving Arco, Sleep Train Arena, Power Bounce Pavilion, whatever it's called. <laughs> I got Marcus Thornton at the gas station, all right? And he signed my Tyreek Evans jersey. And then a few months, or I believe later on that year, when the Kings were playing like a summer league in Vegas, I was walking around shopping. Indoor mall and Marcus Thorne was there too, so I ran to Marcus Thorne twice. But now he signed my jersey the first time after the game, and that's amazing. Number, number twenty-three is shooting guard, man. That guy. Well, I remember. I remember him. He was probably like six-three, maybe yeah. he's about six-three, and he used to shoot those corner threes. One thing about that, when he when you're signing the number thirteen Tyreek Evans jersey, and your name is Marcus Thorne, how, Tim, how did rea- how did he react to that? Was he like, "What are you doing"? Great what? question. No, he wasn't uh, like he's cool about it, you know. Like they're gonna be like, "Oh, you're not even wearing my jersey." He signed my Evans jersey. He signed my homie's King snapback, 
And he was like, yeah, whatever you have, man. Um, That's awesome. I just wanted to get his name on something I had on. And Two- if it was King Gear, hey, it's not your name, but he's your teammate. So here, so. here's, here's, I'm going to give you a piece of advice and then one last question. The, the question first, what was he driving? <laughs> Some silver, um, I'll be honest with you, I'm not even a car guy, but it definitely looked like a luxury. Like he was pumping gas. He for sure filled up 91, not 87. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right, then, f- yeah. final thing, and I'll leave you. Thanks so much for calling in, Tim. We appreciate yeah. it. Um, I will tell you that when you have a jersey and the guy's number 23 and you have a Tyreek Evans 13 jersey, yeah. just fold the jersey over so only oh. the three is showing and going... Marcus, I got your jersey here. I'll, I'll hold the stick yeah. for you. Will you sign this? And then that way he doesn't see it's a Tyreek Evans jersey. Wow. And he sees it's a... Yeah. It, I didn't think of that. Well, it's a dumb idea in the first place that I just gave. Yeah. But it's better than going, would you like to sign my Tyreek <laughs> yeah, Evans jersey, jersey, Marcus Thornton? Yeah. Shout but, out Marcus Thornton, yeah, King's shout, legend. Yeah, King's legend, Marcus Thornton. All right, so let's kind of wrap up yes. today in regards to some of the products that recently came out. There were three products that came out on our shelves this week. Yes. Uh, the first one is Flux Basketball. The second one is Draft Picks, Picks. Prism Basketball. And finally, Tier 1 Baseball. You are a basketball guy. Yes, I am. Tell me about your thoughts on Flux. And remember, I sell this, but I'm not going to BS anybody. If no. this is not a good product, I'm going to tell people that. Um, yeah. I, I enjoy Flux because it's different looking. Mm-hmm. It reminds me kind of like the Topps Chrome Cosmic Baseball kind of oh, yeah. space look to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there is one autograph per box. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the box sells for just over 200 bucks, roughly. Yes. And I'm looking at the stats on this one. It gives you 20, I, yeah, five, 20 parallels mm-hmm. and one autograph mm-hmm. per. So, Emil, what's your thoughts? I know that you're not the gr- biggest fan on Flux. And yeah. Tell me why. I, I feel I like Mosaic a little bit more when it comes to these chrome and colorful cards. Mosaic kind of has it more for me. But I, I do like the look of them this year a little bit more. I like that there is an ultra rare case set, which is the full, called full capacity this year, which is super short print, which means they're very, very rare cards of one per case. So one every 12 boxes, you'll find one of these cards. And I like having these super short print cards in hobby boxes because it gives you something to chase after. That's mm-hmm. the whole point of you know open packs. You're trying to bit, pull the big cards, and I enjoy that. So they look very cool, and they look very um, colorful and, and different patterns. And I think people who are more novice into collecting, like love the colorful stuff, will really enjoy this Flux product. Let's step back for a second. This is 2022-23, meaning yes. even though we're going into the 23-24 season, yeah. the pandemic has pushed a lot of these products it has. back. I know that the pandemic is... Two years in, two years gone, roughly, mm-hmm. or supposedly gone. But it's really backlogged a lot of this product. Yes. So this is Paolo, Keegan, uh, that's their rookie yard. Jabari. Yeah. yeah, that product. So even though it just came out, it's from last year's guys. So I want to make sure that we say that out loud. And make sure you look at them. Make sure it says 22, 23, or whatever year you're looking for, 23, 24. Make sure it's the right product. We want to make sure here on, on the True Sports Culture you're doing the right stuff I, here. I will tell you that it's a, a fun product to rip and one of those that has been a staple for the last couple of years. People have enjoyed it. Yeah, they got gold's number to 10 and gold. Who doesn't love gold, right? Who doesn't love gold? Oh, my God. You, you sound a lot like a... Like uh, Austin Powers. I love gold. I love gold. I love gold. All right. The, the next one is the Panini Prism Draft Picks Collegiate yes. Basketball. Mm-hmm. I enjoy this product a lot. Now, yeah. keep this in mind. Uh, we'll talk about on on our next show about Fanatics versus Panini. Fanatics has signed Wemby. Yes, Victor have. Wembayana as an exclusive. So his, his autographs are not in this product. He is in it. 
mm-hmm. but his autographs are not. No. So they've had to do some unique things in here yes. in order to get, get this sold. They have the Thompson Twins. They have the typical rookies for this year yes. in there, but the autographs of Wemby are not in there. So no. what did they do? They started inserting other stuff. I will tell you this. They're at, they're at our shop. We, I think we may have sold out yesterday, but it's a little over 200 bucks for this box. You're getting four cards in a pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me, four packs per box. You're getting four autographs, four inserts, and eight parallels. Yep. With this product, they started inserting other stuff in here. Yeah. Yesterday, one of my customers opened a box and pulled a Zion autographed on-card auto, number to 25, oh. and also a Curry on-card auto numbered out of 10. Wow. So those two cards came out of the same box, same box. And they're inserting that stuff because they're trying to make up for some of the product Mm -hmm. that isn't in their AKA Wimby Auto. Yeah. And then finally, let's talk about top tier. Top tier is a baseball product. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you, are you baseball? I don't do a lot of baseball, but I'm happy to learn about baseball? baseball. Okay. There's one pack in a box. There's three cards per pack. There's one relic card, meaning Jersey patch Yep. and two autographs. It's, a little over, it's right around the 225 mark yes. as far as cost. Uh, it's one of those products that people absolutely love. It's a high value, if you can hit it, mm-hmm. product. And so that's available too. We're up against the clock. We are. We've been chatting. We I have. promise not to give origin stories next week. You guys know who we are now. Yeah. Uh, Emil, what's your thoughts as we close out our first show? Loving it. Just absolutely loving it. And we're going to be back next week in the True Sports Card Collectible show here on Sacktown Sports, of course. Emron Pilati hey, of Milford Thanks for joining us. This is amazing. We'll be back next week, same time, 10 a.m. Sackdown Sports. See ya.